Graceful podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians past, present and future of the Awabakal land which we record our podcast on. This podcast may contain triggering content for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Sarah and I'm Georgie and you're listening to Disgraceful the podcast. This week we have Tahi here. What's up? How you going? <laughs> so Tahi, before we get into our disgraces, can yep. you give us a synopsis on who you are? Uh, my name is Tahi. I'm from Newcastle. Uh, 31 this year actually. Oh. I was probably 29 when we first recorded this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, a little bit about me. Um, I'm a mental health coach and I work with Polaris and I've been with him for nearly a year maybe, maybe just over. Um, yeah, Sweet. born in Newcastle and here I am. Haven't left. Haven't Amazing. Left. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like we should do our disgraces of the week and I'm mm. going to intro my disgrace first. All right. To explain Tahi's reference. So, my disgrace of the week is the fact that we're back here recording because about, I reckon, six, eight months ago. Maybe closer. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I think it was November. November November or something. Yeah. Yeah. And thou shoe who will not be named took our audio and has destroyed it somehow. Um, (laughs) (sighs) A bit of a triggering topic for most of us. Yeah. So we had a really great episode. <laughs> Tahi had peed himself. It was yeah. like, Thank God that didn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my disgrace is that we have to spend more time with Tahi. Yeah. What a disgrace oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's quite a disgrace. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> guys. I'm right here. <laughs> um, my disgrace of the week is that one of my favourite podcasts, Trash Alley, has cancelled. And it's quite emotional. Because I listen to podcasts to go to sleep. And now I'll be listening to your podcast to go to. Well, I'll listen to your beautiful voice to go to sleep. Thank you. I thank think you. she's saying your podcast is boring. How does that make you feel, Tahi? <laughs> it's fine. It's not for everyone. That's okay. Do you want to tell us a bit about your podcast? Uh, so yeah, the idea was when we started was just to like to bring out awareness about oh. mental health um, and what we kind of do, and we just give out tips and topics of stuff like for people to study at home or like try new things, and yeah, just bring out the bit of like the awareness of it all and what it is and. Mm. That's pretty much what it is, and now it's just kind of boosted. We've had um, a fair few guests. We've had Ellie Miles, Sandal Earl, Jordan Simi. Look you go. Tegan Martin. And what is this podcast called? What, uh, the actually, Polaris. It's just called Polaris? Yeah, the Polaris podcast. Love and it. what's it like having a successful podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. We don't know what that means. Yeah, it's, it's coming, it's coming, don't worry. Just, just, get just stick to it. And now we happen. have you on the podcast. We're going, we're going somewhere. Yeah, this is it. This, yeah, is, this, the big, this is the big moment. Yeah. <laughs> This is like when I had Ellie on. She um she came in and I was just like I've got this I'm fine. She come down she sat sat down I hadn't seen her in person. Mm. Is and this Ellie the Bachelor Ellie? Yeah. 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 And she sat I, down and I, I was died like, when I saw that you interviewed her. Uh, I was like holy shit. I died. <laughs> <laughs> what you, oh, so what I was actually gonna do when she came in I was gonna like we went to trigger her. I was gonna put a suit on and like when she walked in I was gonna oh. hand her a rose. Oh that's and sweet. be like welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but then I wasn't sure if like if I brought up anything about the Bachelor that, like might trigger her or anything. But then yeah. she turns out she's like you should have fucking. Done it so if oh. we get her in again, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you never know the vibes, like you, you don't, don't want to just go, with, yeah, no. especially with her platform. You don't want to, oh, yeah, exactly. She's a big platform. Mm-hmm. All righty, hit us with your disgrace. Um, so I brought some new shoes on the weekend mm. the Crocs, uh, no, 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 <laughs> the Crocs. They're, they're, they're good, they're black. Now, so I brought these white Nikes and I went to the gym. I come home and I was making um, my sandwich oh, for, for no. work. 
and my fucking beetroot juice out of my beetroot tipped over and went on my one shoe. So that I just, stained, didn't it? No, it ended oh. up coming out. But once it dried the next day, I put them back on. Went to go hang out with me mate. His fucking dog steps on the same shoe. <laughs> so I had to wash it again. <laughs> so now, now I've got one brand new shoe and one shoe that's been washed twice and it's lost a bit of colour. So I'm like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know so, why you didn't wash them both, even at Well, end. I didn't know... I don't know. I don't know yeah. why I didn't know that. No, so she just put beetroot on them both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Do I, Custom do I do sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't like beetroot, so I think that's pretty disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were eating it's it. Karma. It is great. It's karma, you fucking sicko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Alrighty, well, let's get into it. Um... Tahi, so you kind of gave us a little bit of synopsis, but could you tell us a bit more about what Polaris is and what it does? Yeah, okay, so... Uh, we have our reconnection days, which you've been to, and in that it's just like it's to help people face their traumas or like anything that's going on in their life just through breath, without explaining, or like without getting up and telling people what they actually went to. Mm-hmm. Like we all told people the same thing, and everyone has their own different experience. Um, so we have that, and then we also have our own courses that Jacob runs or I run, and it's just more of like. Just to show people new ways of living and like how to handle like situations and um, like how to move like through your emotions and like to understand like it's mm-hmm. okay to feel the way you do feel. Uh, that's like the bit of it, I guess. But mm. yeah, and it's pretty crazy because when I we first recorded this, um, Polaris was only doing men's yeah it was. work, and now mm. you're doing women's because I I yeah. was there. I mean, we'll Are talk about the first, it. Was it the first one? Yeah, you I came to the yeah. first one and yeah. um, I mean, I'll talk about it a bit later, but yeah. I actually think it's really cool that we're coming in and recording now that I've been to it. Yeah, you can actually yeah. talk on personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you get into the mental health coaching? Uh, so I went through a bit of a journey myself. I went through some stuff over the years and I just never really dealt with it properly. Um, and I think it was probably two, I think it was 2020. Are we allowed to get pretty hectic yeah. on this? I guess. Yeah, um, I was on a bender. And I was with like two of my best mates and I never opened up to anyone and we just had it was like three o'clock in the morning and we we're just sitting around a table, as you know, mm. happens around that and then, Was um, it like the glass out back door table, you know? No, it was that oh, I feel like I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Don't specifically yeah, remember that, the table. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, the table we we're sitting in the we call it the dungeon because mm. it's down under a house and like a little shed thing and mm. we we're just in there talking and then um they hear, like, they're a little bit younger than me, and then they hear them open up about their stuff. I was like, fuck, maybe like, people are going through the same shit. Yeah. And, yeah, just on that moment there, I was like, even though that I was off my head, I still remember everything they said. Mm. And then it was pretty much that next day I rang my mum and said, I, um, I need to see someone. Yeah. And then I went and saw a psychologist for a bit. Kind of didn't really do much for me. I don't know if it was because I wasn't putting much effort into it or it just wasn't hitting for me. And then pretty much from 2020 till last year, I think it was, maybe, yeah, I think it was the start of last year. I was just, like, trying to find new ways to do things and to better myself and just couldn't find anything and then came across Jacob and then pretty much I think he rang me. I messaged him on Instagram and then he rang me, had, like, a 10-minute chat and he's like, oh, I'll talk to you in a couple of days to decide if you want to do the course or not. And then he rang me about two minutes later. He's like, you in? And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. And then that's pretty much how I got into, like, just working on myself a bit more. And I think it was the first three weeks I was still out partying and bendering and then... We had this meditation um, where we just, I don't know, I can't remember like how it started, but we just did this big meditation. And I hadn't seen my sister, I had a sister who passed away. Mm. And I hadn't seen her, like, or, like, felt her or anything in a very long time. And he, like, 
that I saw, I felt it like around me. Mm, that's amazing. And yeah. um, just from that moment there, I just trusted him with like everything. So then I just gave the course 100%. And then pretty much four or five months into that course, I slowly started to do a bit more stuff with him, like the reconnection things. And, and then it just started from there. I just, mm. was, I think it was pretty much since I came back from that ride, it's um, Polaris has like picked up massive. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, wow. Um, do you have anything you want to ask about that? Or? No, I'm just in like, I'm just like, yeah. I wanted, because uh, I didn't go to the um, reconnecting. I think I was seeing my grandparents. Well, one on the 27th, if you want to come. I'm tempted to because <laughs> like I? I've, like, because this is something we discussed in the episode that's coming out next, yeah. is that I've gone through a huge mental, like a health shift because I got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis last year. Yeah. So um, I've got to keep my stress levels and crap down yeah, and yeah. I've got like trauma surrounding like medical stuff and I'm like god yeah. that would really be helpful yeah, yeah definitely like um coming from having gone to uh the reconnection day I completely know what you mean about going like seeing something like yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah. poor Tahi was like wife of my snot off the ground and rock yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had to like push her back over <laughs> <laughs> almost took out gypsy yeah. <laughs> No, I think it's um yeah. I feel like I don't want know how deep you want to go, but um. And so, was that like a moment when you stopped bendering? Like, when was the transition? Like, it was that pretty much. Yeah, I kind of stopped. Like when we started having that chat with the boys on that twenty twenty, it kind of it wasn't as hectic. It was, it was like I slowly started to die off, mm. and then pretty much that call, that when I, after that I just, I just stopped. Mm. Yeah, and. In terms of, like, talking, because I was, like, it's kind of funny knowing that other people haven't heard the other episode, but, like, when we first talked about six months ago, I was starting to talk about wanting to flip things in my life and change my habits, and now I'm sitting here having done those things. And the biggest thing I'm trying to explain to people who are like, oh, I want to start doing that is, like, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Like, as you start to move into those better habits and, you know, rather than using partying as your outlet, it feels really uncomfortable. How did you get through that? Like, what? Um, so, I think, like, it comes with a bit of age, too, like, the uncomfortableness. Like, mm. I'm 31 this year, and, like, I've just been through so much shit all my life where I just kind of pushed everything aside. So then when I started doing all this work, I was in a relationship, which wasn't, like, a bad relationship or anything. It was just, um, I just, in that relationship, I just focused on myself towards the end. And that's why we ended up splitting kind of thing. We just saw different things. Um, but the way I got through it was, yeah, just like by journaling mm. and just like understanding my emotions and now knowing that it's not like a bad thing to show the emotion. Yeah. Like crying, like because men don't cry, but real men do cry. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to talk more about the journaling with you because like, yeah. again, I keep going back to when we last spoke, but yeah. I feel like it's good to kind of have a chat about it. Yeah. When we last spoke, you made a deal with us to yeah. journal and I won't name the other person in this room. <laughs> they may not kept up their end of the bargain, I but feel one like of I had them... a lot on my mind. No, no, I, no, I probably should have. Yeah. No, probably, no. It would probably help me. But I'm just joking. Though. I, I do know. But I still journal every night, pretty much. That's yeah. So good. Other than like I have a new partner, yeah. that's been integrating him into my life and my habits has been a bit of a shift. I will be honest. Oh, been it bit, is. Yeah. When you're living for yourself and then you're like, oh, now I need to fit someone else in there. And like, yeah, it's hard at night time. But um, yeah. 
yeah, I think that's been one of the biggest helps journaling. What do you, you tell people to start getting into journaling? Um, if you're doing one of our courses, we actually have like questions and stuff that we ask you, um, which make it a bit easier. Because when you do these courses, like most people have never ever done anything like this before. A lot of women are a bit more into this type of stuff like journaling mm-hmm. and uh, meditating. Um, so bringing men into it, they just don't know what to do. So I've just had my first course kick off five weeks ago. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Is that your first one you've run? First one I've run, yeah. Ooh, it's, it's how's it going? Good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, the boys have had, um, had some big outcomes out of it, so that's it's been good. really good. Um, so one of them is my brother-in-law, and he's like a manly man, like doesn't show emotion, doesn't, mm. didn't know how, like the first dad said journal, he was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, he just did not do it, but now he like every, so every night I get him to send me a photo of them with their journal, and like his pages started at like like three sentences, and then like now it's like a whole page, two pages full of it, and he's mm. just like he like he's loving it. So like the way I tell people is just talk about your day and like what you did, because it's the best way to start talking. Like say if I say I went to work today, then you like your mind would just start just working itself, yeah. like you just start writing. If you ask, like, get people to go too much into stuff, like, they won't understand, like, mm. they won't do it. So, I think the best keep way to do simple. it... Keep it simple. Keep it simple, and then yeah. the bigger things, are, like, where it'll come from it. So, like, you talk about your day, you like... If I was to talk about today, I'd be like, I woke up at 2.30, meditated. <laughs> Classic 2.30 wake yeah, up, yep. <laughs> what the fuck are you yeah. doing here? I, I, wait, yeah. I wake oh, up I at... I'm going to sleep at about 8, eight o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll get into that a bit later. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd like, just talk about, like, what I woke up. Like, I wake up at 2.30, then, like, if there's any emotion, I'll just speak about that emotion. If I had any thought, I'll just speak about that. And then I'd go into, I went to the gym, and then how I was at the gym, and then just about my day, and any mm. that come up. But even if that, if I'm at work, and, like, there's a, something that's really big that's come up in my head, I'll just write in my notes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just pretty, like, all it is is just talking to yourself. Like, a lot of people get a bit scared and just don't know what, what to do or where to start. But it's yeah. just, like, just, should just talk to yourself. That's yeah. I feel, Definitely. I feel like I dabble in and out of it a mm. lot. But my thing is that I journal through speaking, which is probably not a great people for, like great thing for people around me. It's like <laughs> I'll do a daily debrief yeah. with my mum <laughs> or, my, or my partner. I'll be like, life was fucking shit today. And they're like, okay, what's going on? And we just like do like a mini therapy session. And I feel like, sp- like speaking about it is the way that I process through it. Do you only talk about the bad stuff? No, I talk about good things yeah, like, as well. To do both. Yeah. So a lot of people like just think they you should only journal when you're going through something or yeah. Like the best times to journal like through everything. Yeah, mm. good and bad. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, and I feel like I'm someone who was really scared of journaling because it was I'm not, I don't like quiet time or alone time with my thoughts. I'm someone that always has music or a podcast, no matter what. Yeah. I always have something going if I'm alone. So I found for me, like, introing into it, I would still play music in the background. And now I can sit there by myself and journal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, I started with – you sent us a list of questions. Yeah, and I started with those. And now when I open up, I know exactly what I want to write about. And I just yeah. go, this has been on my mind all day. I don't even <laughs> – so, no, like, The best way to finish it is to, like, say what you're grateful for as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably – I always just say, like, just do that. And as long as you just have things you, you're grateful for, like – just always speak about it. Mm. Yeah, because you put that energy out into the universe. Mm. It attracts more, so. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So I just wanted to kind of talk about, you guys were originally um, men's mental health coaching only. Yeah. Um, and obviously that started as being the important part of it to you. Yeah. Um, why is men's mental health so important to you? Just because I've been around a lot of stuff. Like, like I've seen what it's done for me. And like mm. how bad I was, 
before I did all this. Mm. I've been around men who have committed suicide. I know a lot of men who've committed suicide. Yeah. Working in the mining industry, so like you said, a fair bit over in WA and a few here. Um, yeah, and it's like when you like when you go, do go out, you always get guys come up to you, and when they're on the bender, they um like they open up, mm. and then like I just I just remember so many conversations I've had with guys mm. who like will show their true selves when they're on it, and that's why a lot of people do get on it is because that's when they can feel that way to express because you you're like oh that, they won't remember the next day. Mm. Yeah, or well, I've got the excuse that I was drinking yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know people yeah, have done so, that to me. Um, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. Like why. It was so, like, I got into it so much. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, like, I've just seen how much damage it's done to people around me and the men closer to me and, like, the men that still hide it, you know? And, um, yeah, it was just, like... Because I know, like, there's so many guys, like, one of my best mates, I've worked with him, and he, um... He's, like, a manly man dude, too. And ever since mm. we've been working together and hanging out, I've got him in the ice baths, and now he's starting to open up a bit more, and all the boys at work, like, ever since you started, he's, like, a lot more calmer and, like, chill and opens up a bit more. He's coming to one of my events on the weekend mm. and he's just like what is it and I was like just turn up bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go in blind yeah. Mm. Um, yeah so I just know how much it's done for me and I just know there's so many other guys out there that are just so scared to do it and yeah. just take that leap so that's why like I post so much on my stories and stuff just so people see like it's okay to be vulnerable or open up to it slay mm-hmm. love it okay well so I want you to come here <clears throat> sorry let me try that again <laughs> Tahi, so you kind of gave us a little bit of synopsis, but could you tell us a bit more about what Polaris is and what it does? Yeah, okay. So uh, we have our Reconnection Days, which you've been to. And in that, it's just like it's to help people face their traumas or like anything that's going on in their life just through breath without explaining or like without getting up and telling people what they actually went to. Mm-hmm. Like we all tell people the same thing and everyone will have their own different experience. Um, so we have that. And then we also have our own courses that Jacob runs or I run. And it's just more of, like, just to show people new ways of living and, like, how to handle, like, situations and, um, like, how to move like, through your emotions and, like, to understand, like, it's mm-hmm. okay to feel the way you do feel. Uh, that's, like, the bit of it, I guess. But mm. Yeah, and it's pretty crazy because when I, we first recorded this, um, Polaris was only doing men's yeah, it was. Work, and now yeah. you're doing women's, because I, I yeah. was there, I mean, we'll Are talk about the it. First, was it the first one? Yeah, you I came there, to the yeah. first one, and yeah. um, I mean, I'll talk about it a bit later, but yeah. I actually think it's really cool that we're coming and recording now that I've been to it. Yeah, you can actually yeah. talk on personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you get into the mental health coaching? Uh, so I went through a bit of a journey myself. I went through some stuff over the years, and I just never really dealt with it properly. Um, and I think it was probably two, I think it was 2020, are we allowed to get pretty yeah. on this? I guess, yeah, you right? can. Um, I was on a bender and I was with like two of my best mates and I never opened up to anyone and we just had, it was like three o'clock in the morning and we we're just sitting around a table, as you know, mm. what happens around that. And then, was um, it like the glass out back door table, you know? No, it was that, oh, I feel like I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't specifically yeah, remember so, the table. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. We, the call, t- we're sitting in the, we call it the dungeon because mm. it's down under a house and like a little shed thing and mm. we're just in there talking and then, um, they hear, like, they're a little bit younger than me, and then to hear them open up about their stuff, I was like, fuck, maybe like, people are going through the same shit. Yeah. And, yeah, just on that moment there, I was like, even though that I was off my head, I still remember everything they said. Mm. And it was pretty much that next day I rang my mum and said, I, um, I need to see someone. Yeah. And then I went and saw a psychologist for a bit. Kind of didn't really do much for me. I don't know if it was because I wasn't putting much effort into it or it just wasn't hitting for me. And then pretty much from 2020 till last year, I think it was, 
maybe. Yeah, I think it was the start of last year. I was just like trying to find new ways to do things and to better myself and just couldn't find anything. And then came across Jacob and then pretty much I think he rang me. I, I messaged him on Instagram and then he rang me. Had like a 10-minute chat and he's like, oh, I'll talk to you in a couple of days to decide if you want to do the course or not. And then he rang me about two minutes later. He's like, you in? And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's just do it. <laughs> and then that's pretty much how I got into like just working on myself a bit more. And I think it was the first three weeks I was still out partying and bendering and then we had this meditation um, where we just, I don't know, I can't remember like how it started, but we just did this big meditation and I hadn't seen my sister, I had a sister who passed away mm. and I hadn't seen her like or like felt her or anything in a very long time and he like, I saw I felt her like around me. Mm, that's amazing. And yeah. um, just from that moment there, I just trusted him with like everything. So then I just gave the course 100% and then pretty much four or five months into that course, I slowly started to do a bit more stuff with him, like the reconnection things and and then it just started from there. It just, mm. it was, I think it was pretty much since I came back from that ride, it's um, Polaris was like picked up massive. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. wow. Um, do you have anything you want to ask about that? Or? No, I'm just in like, I'm just like, yeah. I wanted, because uh, I didn't go to the um, reconnecting. I think I was seeing my grandparents. Well, it was one on the 27th. I'm tempted to because Do like it. I've like because this is something we discussed in the episode that's coming out next yeah. is that I've gone through a huge mental like a health shift because I got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis last year yeah. so um, I've got to keep my stress levels and crap down yeah, and yeah. I've got like trauma surrounding like medical stuff and I'm like god yeah. that would really be helpful yeah, yeah. definitely like um, coming from having gone to uh, the reconnection day I completely know what you mean about going like seeing something like yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> poor Tahi was like wife of must not off the ground and rock yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like push her back over <laughs> <laughs> almost took out gypsy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I think it's um yeah I feel like I don't want know how deep you want to go but I'm happy um, to go deep as you want to go and so was that like a moment when you stopped bendering? Like, when was the transition? Like, it was that pretty much. Yeah, I kind of stopped. Like when we started having that chat with the boys in that twenty twenty, it kind of it wasn't as hectic. It was, it was like I slowly started to die off, mm. and then pretty much that call, that when I, after that I just I just stopped. Mm. Yeah. And in terms of like talking, because I was like, it's kind of funny knowing that other people haven't heard the other episode. But, like, when we first talked about six months ago, I was starting to talk about wanting to flip things in my life and change my habits, and now I'm sitting here having done those things. And the biggest thing I'm trying to explain to people who are like, oh, I want to start doing that is, like, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Like, as you start to move into those better habits and, you know, rather than using partying as your outlet, it feels really uncomfortable. How did you get through that? Like, what... Um. So I think like it comes with a bit of age too, like the uncomfortableness. Like mm. I'm 31 this year, and like I've just been through so much shit all my life where I just kind of pushed everything aside. So then when I started doing all this work, I was in a relationship which wasn't like a bad relationship or anything. It was just um I just in that relationship I just focused on myself towards the end, and that's why we ended up splitting kind of thing. We just saw different things. Um, but the way I got through it was yeah, just like by journaling. Mm. And just, like, understanding my emotions and now knowing that it's not, like, a bad thing to show the emotion. Yeah. Like, crying, like, because men don't cry, but 
Real men do cry. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. And I'd love to talk more about the journaling with you, because like, yeah. again, I keep going back to when we last spoke, but yeah. I feel like it's good to kind of have a chat about it. Yeah. When we last spoke, you made a deal with us to yeah. journal, and I won't name the other person in this room. <laughs> they may not kept up their end of the bargain, I but feel one like of them had a lot on my mind. No, no, I, no, I probably no. should have. Yeah. I know, no, it probably help me. But I'm just joking. Though. I, know I do you know, are. but I still journal every night, pretty much. That's yeah. So good. Other than like, I have a new partner. Yeah. That's been integrating him into my life and my habits has been a bit of a shift. I will be honest. Been oh, bit, it yeah. is when you're living for yourself, and then you're like, oh, now I need to fit someone else in there. Like, yeah, it's hard at night time, but um, yeah. yeah, I think that's been one of the biggest helps journaling. What do you? you tell people to start getting into journaling um if you're doing one of our courses we actually have like questions and stuff that we ask you um which make it a bit easier because when you do these courses like most people have never ever done anything like this before a lot of women are a bit more into this type of stuff like journaling Mm -hmm. and uh, meditating um so bringing men into it they just don't know what to do so i've just had my first course kick off five weeks ago oh that's so exciting is that your first one you've run first one i've run yeah how's it going yeah really good yeah the boys have had them some big outcomes out of it so it's been really good um so one of them is my brother-in-law and he's like a manly man like doesn't show emotion doesn't Mm. didn't know like the first dad said journal he was like what yeah (laughs) um he just did not do it but now you like every every night i get him to send me a photo of them with their journal and like his pages started at like like three sentences and then like now it's like a whole page two pages full of it and he's Mm. just like he like he's loving it so like the way i tell people is just talk about your day and like what you did because it's the best way to start to like say if I say if I went to work today, then you like your mind would just start just working itself, yeah. like you just start writing. Because if you ask like get people to go too much into stuff, like they won't understand, like mm. they won't do it. So I think the best keep way to keep it do simple. It, keep it simple, and then yeah. the bigger things are like where it'll come from. It so you, like you talk about your day. You like if I was just to talk about today, I'd be like I woke up at two thirty, meditated. <laughs> Classic two thirty wake yeah, up. Yep. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you yeah. doing? Here? I, I, I wake. Oh, I wake oh, up. I'm sleeping about eight, eight o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll get into that a bit later. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I like just talk about like what I woke up. Like I woke up two thirty. Then like if there's any emotion, I'll just speak about that emotion. If I had any thought, I'll just speak about that. And then I'd go into I went to the gym and then how I was at the gym and then just about my day and any mm. that come up. But even if that, if I'm at work and like there's a, something that's really big that's come up in my head, I'll just write in my notes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just pretty like all it is is just talking to yourself. Like a lot of people get a bit scared and just don't know what, what to do or where to start. But it's yeah. just like just ask, just talk to yourself. That's yeah. I feel, Definitely. I feel like I dabble in and out of it a mm. lot. But my thing is that I journal through speaking, which is probably not a great people for like great thing for people around me. It's like <laughs> I'll do a daily debrief yeah. with my mum. <laughs> or my or my partner. I'll be like, life was fucking shit today and they're like, Okay, what's going on? And we just like do like a mini therapy session and I feel like like speaking about it is the way that I process through it. Do you only talk about the bad stuff? No, I talk about good things yeah, like as well. To do both. Yeah. So a lot of people like just think they you should only journal when you're going through something or yeah. Like the best times to journal like if you're everything. Yeah, mm. good and bad. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, and I feel like I'm someone who was really scared of journaling because it was I'm not, I don't like quiet time or alone time with my thoughts. I'm someone that always has music or a podcast, no matter what. Yeah. I always have something going if I'm alone. So I found for me, like, introing into it, I would still play music in the background and now I can sit there by myself and journal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, 
I started with you sent us a list of questions and I started with those and now when I open up I know exactly what I want to write about I just go this has been on my mind all day I don't even (laughs) the best way to finish it is to like say what you're grateful for as well Mm. Um, I think that's probably I always just say like just do that and as long as you have things you're grateful for like just always speak about it Mm. yeah because you put that energy out into the universe Mm. it attracts more so oh definitely yeah definitely so I just wanted to kind of talk about you guys were originally um, men's mental health coaching only. Yep. Um, and obviously that started as being the important part of it to you. Yeah. Um, why is men's mental health so important to you? Just because I've been around a lot of stuff. Like, like I've seen what it's done for me and mm. like how bad I was before I did all this. Mm. I've been around men who have committed suicide. I know a lot of men who've committed suicide. Yeah. Working in the mining industry, like you see it a fair bit over in WA and a few here. Um, yeah, and just like when you like when you go, do go out, you always get guys come up to you, and when they're on the bender, they um like they open up, mm. and then like I just I just remember so many conversations I've had with guys mm. who like will show their true selves when they're on it, and that's why a lot of people do get on it is because that's when they can feel that way to express because you you're like oh that, they won't remember. The next day. Mm. Yeah, or I've got the excuse that I was drinking yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know people yeah, have done so, that to um, me. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. Like why it was so like I got into it so much. Yeah, yeah, it was just like I've just seen how much damage it's done to people around me and the men closer to me and like the men that still hide it, you know. And um, yeah, it's like because I know like there's so many guys like one of my best mates I've worked with him and he um he's like a manly man dude too and ever since mm. we've been working together and hanging out I've got him in the ice baths and now he's starting to open up a bit more and all the boys at work like ever since you started he's like a lot more calmer and like chill and opens up a bit more he's coming to one of my events on the weekend mm. and he's just like what is it and I was like I'll just turn up bro <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. going blind yeah. Mm. Um, yeah so I just know how much it's done for me and I just know there's so many other guys out there that are just so scared to do it and yeah. just take that leap. So that's why, like, I post so much on my stories and stuff, just so people see, like, it's okay to be vulnerable or open up to it. Mm. The way, like, I've been handling things lately, like, I've, yeah, I'm only putting my energy into things that serve me. Yeah. Like, if something's, like, like a little conversation with people, like... I just don't even reply to them. I'm just like, whatever. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. like my me- I've just been right back to people- all people's messages. And now I've got like 100 and something messages there. Like, I'm not saying I'm popular or anything, but like, I just don't, re- <laughs> I just don't reply to shit. wants you to know <laughs> that people text him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lonely. <laughs> <laughs> You've got thousands of messages yeah. if you can't. No, but it's just like, a, like, I never used to be like that. My whole energy is like, in the last probably three months, it's just, I'm just focused on myself and like, where I want to be with Polaris and where I want to take the boat, me and Jacob and myself and, mm-hmm. My personal goals and stuff is just like that's my focus, mm-hmm. yeah. I and like meeting someone is like if they can fit into that and understand what my goal is, mm. then it's I'm happy to meet them. But that's I mean, been as long as you're strong. Is that you why are. you picked yeah. a shorty? <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's alright. <laughs> Alrighty. Nah. Well, I feel like that's us. We've done like forty-five minutes of recording. Do we want to um, just end on a men- one? Give us one mental health tip. If you could give one thing to the audience, <laughs> sign like- up to Polaris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Other than that, uh, you do sign that? up to Polaris. Just um, <laughs> www dot. <laughs> um, a tip. What's a good tip? Um, well, before you pretty much said it is like just to lo- like learn to love yourself in like the, in newer ways like 
Pretty much, I feel like we covered most of it. Yeah. But, what um, about one thing we're grateful for? Let's end it on such a nice note. <laughs> um, I'm grateful to do this podcast again because I felt like the first one I was just a bit all over the place so after that ride. Yeah. Oh, you guys were chaos. Yeah. I see it's fixed. Oh, we have not. not. Oh, 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 oh we, shit. Yeah, we're, we're, um, we're actually going to ask you. <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> I, was, I was very tempted to be like, so Tahi, you remember how you said you could do it? I was like, I think I got something back. I was like, I uh, pulled up and I was like, no, I don't have any hills at the end. No, I agree. I think it's um, it's a shame that people can't see the first episode, but I feel like... I've the... got clips of it. I can pull out some clips. Yeah, I yeah. feel like seeing how far we've all come yeah, you've mm. in come the six lot, months. To be honest. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Like how you said you were like chaos, you were just all over the place and stuff, but like coming now is like a lot different which is like yeah, say not we're bad no, we're on riddle too yeah <laughs> we all are <laughs> um, we're just like not yeah. saying these are bad men or anything but no. the same no. just a bit more like he's a focus we've seen life you've got your um <laughs> we were traumatized <laughs> yeah, really not the reconnection fixture yeah yeah no it was it was very much the start of my healing journey because like we're, i had so many questions for you and i'm re- i'm also grateful that you came you keep back. going i'm happy to just what's the time Oh, we got you oh, at nine o'clock bedtime. Oh, yeah, you do actually. Well, um, <laughs> I've got burrito tacos at home too. Yum. Yeah, jealous. Wait. Um, I was thinking about tacos. <laughs> I got crystals for me. I got sardine chicken. Yeah. Okay. I love I'm on the chicken. Well, I'm on a um. So my two best friends are brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're both got partners. Mm-hmm. And I swap between each night who cooks me dinner. Oh. Must be nice. So good. <laughs> like I said, so today... Some of us have to cook for ourselves, Tahi. <laughs> well, I do too, don't worry. Sometimes I do, but like... Oh, I try to. I try to, just for dinners, because yeah. they, they cook so much food. Uh, and like, there's so much left over, and they're like, oh, we should bring Tahi over. So most of them, I just I message me like, what are we doing for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, so good. Um, oh, that might be me. Oh, that must be definitely me. <laughs> no, I feel like... Um, what are you grateful for? I just said. I feel like I'm grateful that we've sat here and done this recording mm-hmm. and I'm grateful that it's given me a lot of time to actually reflect over how much we've all changed. And, like, yeah. you were so right. Like, we're, we were agents of chaos. We were the loosest fucking units. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, mm. And now we're becoming, I feel like, our higher selves. Yeah. I'm grateful well, to honestly like- be alive here in the now. Period. <laughs> that's, that's good. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's good. There's definitely a lot of growth over the last few months. Mm. But sure. I definitely think that episode and then the reconnection was very much the start of this because I've called it calling it my healing era. It mm. is. And this is what I've been telling everyone. Like my little advice for everyone is. Um, 2023 is literally the year for people to start healing. Yeah. And I said that at the end of last year, I was like, this is the year that people would like step mm-hmm. forward and start doing something for themselves. And yeah, like I honestly think that like since like doing all this work, I've seen so many people just start to post a bit more about like being vulnerable and like mm. posting like all about the spiritual stuff that they want to post. And it's good to see, like, I love it. Like it's starting to see more people do the stuff that we do as well. And it's good. Mm, I love it. Well, uh, thank you for having me, guys. It's You're been a pleasure. Thank you. I am um, happy to do it. Yeah. And I'll do it anymore. Yeah. Whenever you want me. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Remember. Stay, stay disgraceful. I forgot it again.
Disgraceful the podcast is hosted by Sarah and Georgie, edited by G. Wilson. If you want to hear more from Disgraceful the podcast, follow us and give us five stars wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more content at Disgraceful the podcast.